Physician Gremlow's Journal. Ninth week of planting season. Yoron 421. In all my Yorons, I have never encountered a mystery such as this. The events of this day surpass even the day when word came down that the printing press was invented, just three Yorons ago, but I digress. This morning, I was coming through the square, having traveled to Yurno's farm to treat a sprained ankle, when three unusual strangers wandered into the village. They all wore similar clothing, though nothing like any garments I have ever seen before. One looked something like us, but his skin was the pallor of a dead man's, and it looked like it only sort of fit his body. Another was also similar to us, but had more limbs than what we would call correct, and and bore the hair of a king. <laughs> the third looked like a giant hard bug and wore a cook's apron. <laughs> they spoke my language, but had no recollection of their identities or their names, or even what they were doing here. Entirely unhelpful, these mysterious strangers. I have given them shelter here in my home, and perhaps tomorrow we will uncover more about them. But tomorrow will be a strange day too, for tomorrow the rock hares will emerge from their hundred Yoron slumber. I hoped to catch some, but now, with these new visitors, perhaps I will be distracted. Space. What endless mystery. Look at it. Wow. Who do dare uncover its secrets? The brave crew of the starship Cavalier do dare. To scout the heavens, to see some moons, to take a dangerous galaxy trip. This is the true story of them that voyage among, oh, these, those stars of space. Tonight's episode, Mystery in Hudfar Village. Starring, Taylor Mall, Branson Reese, Christopher Hastings, and Joe Lepore as everything and everyone else. awaken in a darkened storeroom. It's cool, a little damp, and you're sore from having slept on a pile of hay. A tickle in the back of your brain says you're used to sleeping on a more comfortable bed, but you don't know how or why. Each of you sees that you're there with the two other strangers you awoke with yesterday. How or why you came to be here or be together is a mystery to each of you. The man who 
the doctor previously examined and determined was oddly hot in some places and oddly cold in other parts of his body, opens his eyes with a staccato flutter. I seem to be exactly as dead alive as I was found to be yesterday. I suspect it may be permanent. How do you two feel? Have you recalled anything that could be of use to us? I think my name is... I think that I am to be called Keith. That is tremendous. I feel, I feel like I'm a Keith. What a revelation, Keith. As the hardbug awoke one morning from uneasy dreams, he found himself transformed in his bed of hay into an enormous insect. Uh, he, he looks around and says, Oh, oh, gee, oh, oh you two again. Oh, 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 names. Nate, what's my name? Hmm. Are we all Keith? I struggle and I, I try to think and nothing, nothing comes to me. I can't remember my own name. I, go, I can't remember anything. All I can remember is everyone here says Wooder wrong. Perhaps that could be your name. Water. Wooder. Uh, Branson, can you make four lasers rolls to determine if you remember your name? Absolutely. If you get, if you get, if all four succeed, you'll, you'll recover your name. Cool. So if I get four ones. Yeah. Yikes. Okay, that first one's a six. Should I keep going? <laughs> keep going. <laughs> Let's roll them all. Let's just see. Maybe you'll get a laser feelings. Well, that was a five. Now, back to six. Okay, okay. Ooh, and a three. Just missed it. Yeah, the name escapes you. Oh, now I can't remember. I do know if you say water to me a, a lot, I'll freak out. I'll try to keep that in mind. I will not attempt to say it your way, however. For some reason, it is as though I am compelled to speak with a very specific accent. Maybe you two were enemies, and I am some kind of referee. Oh, like a mediator. Yeah, refer, refer, something about referee is sticking in my mind. It's like you throw trash at him, right? No, I don't know. I don't know. It's all, it's, it's, everything's hazy right now. Okay, well then let's think. What are we fighting about? Perhaps we are prisoners who have to do punishment with memory loss. None of this is logical at all. I'm having a problem exercising imagination. Maybe we're clowns. Maybe we're clowns and we got hit on the head and that's why we don't remember anything. Interesting. Entertainers. Buffooneries. Yeah, yeah. No, I... I don't feel like a buffoon. I feel like people look to me and say, Oh, it's cool. Cool man. A cool dude. <laughs> Maybe that's my name, Keith Cool Dude. Keith Cool Dude? Well, that's the best we have. Let's go with it. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure we were simply locals that got into some sort of strange trouble and were transformed thusly. I'm sure the doctor will find us a way to uh, return to ourselves and then perhaps find again our families. Yeah, that's the ticket. Hey, Keith, what's my name? You came up with your own. What do you look at me? What do you, how do you feel? Gar, gargle. Gargle. Yeah, gargle. It's all coming back to me. My name's Gargle. 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 Yeah, this is it. It's, yeah, this, that's the ticket. I'm Gargle now. I have no particular attachment to any phonetic sequences that might be identified as me. Feel free to call me what you wish. 
Uh, I'm not getting anything. Yeah, there's something cold and alien about you to me. Yes, I'm sure it has something to do with my state of undeath. No, I'm, I'm sure you're fine, my friend. The doctor will find a way to restore us to the way we were. I'm sure of it. What if this is how we are? I don't think so. Look at these arms. Who would pick to be like this? Who would make that decision? That'd be foolish. Yeah, imagine a place where everyone is like Gargal. <laughs> I don't know anything, and yet that's funny to me. <laughs> yeah, let's go find that doctor. Maybe he can get us fixed. I won't be a bug no more. No need to look too far. And as you say that, the, a door, a little stairway up uh, opens, and a man... <gasps> the door is the doctor! No, no, it's the man opening the door that's the doctor. Whoa, this place has everything! A man comes down the stairs... He's carrying a tray, and upon that tray, three bowls of porridge. He seems older, kindly, a simple man in simple garb. He approaches you and each offers you a bowl. Did you all sleep all right? Yes, though I was racked with strange dreams, visions, sounds. I believe my name is Keith Cool Dude. Keith Cool Dude. Interesting. That could... I, I don't know that name, but it is certainly a good sign that perhaps you're recovering some of your identity. And I'm Gargoyle. Okay, cool. Thanks. I have yet to discover a name, and I do not ascribe any quality to the amount of sleep that I had last night. I simply was aware of my surroundings, and then for a period of time was not, and then was again. I'm sorry, I... Couldn't offer each of you sleeping garments, but I hope these strange clothes you wear were comfortable enough to sleep in. They seem to be a very high thread count. Yes, I suppose they do have many threads per square inch. A high thread count, if you were. Perhaps as high as 400. Maybe even higher. Perhaps. I can't say for sure. I do not believe I am a tailor. Hey, Doc, shoot it to me straight. How long am I going to be a bug? Well, to be honest, I don't really know. We have some ancient stories, myths, really. We tell our children about men who became bugs and were trapped like that way forever as punishment for their sins. Their sins? Oh, no, you're telling me I've sinned before? Well, no, these Man, stories are really metaphor. We've never seen it actually happen. Until now. Man, I'm not following what you're saying, Doc. If if I if you can make me not a bug anymore, just do it. I'm taking a look around this place. I'm thinking there's no way medicine has ever been any better than it is right now. Do whatever you gotta do to me. Fix me up. I don't want to be a bug no more. And look at me. Where will I find shirts? Well, uh, there's a tailor in town. No one wants to go to a tailor for every shirt, I think. Well, or wh where else is... would you go? Where else would you go? A store where the shirts are already made? I feel these images and concepts rushing through my brain, though I could not name a store that might sell a shirt. Doctor, you must help us. Tell us more about this folklore. Taylor, can you make four feelings rolls and tell yes. me if you can remember the name of a store? <laughs> All right, hold on. God damn it, so many dice. It's like Shadowrun. <laughs> no, we're smiling. We're doing four lasers? Four, four feelings. <laughs> four feelings. Okay. Ooh, almost made it. Uh, I got three out of four, but I got a, a three here, so that's a that's a that's a loss. So three out of four successes. 
For a moment, Keith, you visualize the abstract concept of a gap, but you can't really put it, you can't get it over the line there. You can't really put together why that image is coming to you or what doctor, it means. Doctor, doctor. Yes, yours? Tell me if this sounds familiar to you. Okay. A, a store, many white tables, and on top of those tables are pants, uh, sort of a skirt, but imagine that they're sewn in the middle and then cut. So that the sort of a sleeve of fabric covers both legs. And the fabric of these pants is um, uh, the color of sand. Hmm. Each pair folded exactly the same way. Perhaps you three come from the forest continent. There are many strange practices there. Certainly we must come from there, the forest continent. Ah, a relief to not be sinners. Yeah, well, I thought I was in hot water there. I thought, I thought I'd sinned before. Instead, I'm just from a forest or something. I don't feel like someone who's ever sinned. Nor do I. In yeah. fact, I feel completely unfamiliar with the concept at all. And I don't feel guilty. I don't feel like I did nothing wrong, you know? And I feel that if I ever did something wrong, it was for a good reason, or it made me more interesting. Fascinating that you're already seeking to rationalize sins you don't remember committing. (laughs) (laughs) And yet you're not a bug. Yeah, what did I do? It's very strange. Perhaps some of these forest people are bugs. That's a possibility. The other possibility is I did something so bad, I'm going to have to spend a certain amount of time atoning for it. That's got to be it. I must have done something so bad, I've got to earn my forgiveness. I'm going to have to be extremely moral. It's, it's, all, it's all possible, I suppose. No one in the village, I believe, has ever been to the forest continent. It would take many years to reach that place. Have you, tell me, you three, have you been traveling for a long time across a great distance? I don't know. I already got my game. I'm a goody two-shoes. <laughs> my legs do not feel tired. My feet are not dirty or cut, and this clothing you present to us, and we must assume it's ours, well, it looks clean. You would not to scratch upon it. And yet, the idea of traveling from very, very far away seems to make a quantum of sense. Um, Joe, can I see, like, a chair or anything in here? There's a stool. I'm going to pull a stool up for the dock. Say, hey, dock, take a load off. Ooh, Thank, thank you, thank you, uh, young man. And I'm going to make a little check with my hand in the air and go, got one. Thank you, I do feel young. I'm a good guy. Can I get you anything? You, I I got you this porridge. Sure, but I offered, so that's check too. Fair enough, that counts. I'm going to grab the porridge. I'm going to, like, unhinge my mandible and just, like, toss it in. And, like, you know, like, just throw my head yeah. up. And, like, you see the little, like, bug piece that whatever is fucking going on in a cockroach mouth. Pushing that stuff down into my throat. Wow, food. Something there. How does that porridge, uh, how does your palate react to that porridge? Uh, shock. It is not good. I don't like the taste of it. I'm upset. It, But it's still, oh, God, gee, whoa. There's something emotionally very loaded about food for me. I can tell there's some sort of regional diet, like of a type of cuisine that I'm really into and everything else I'm extremely hostile to. Can you make, uh, can you make three feelings rolls for me? Yeah. That's success. Okay. Two successes and a laser feelings. Wow. Okay. Okay. As you're eating this porridge, you can't help but shake an unmistakable craving for beef and cheese. 
preferably a sliced beef. Oh, sure. Maybe in, in some kind of bread. Yeah, I spit it out right away. I go, hey, what the fuck was this? I want a cheesesteak. I want I want sliced pieces of meat arranged in, in like a cheese, and then, you know, like a whizzed cheese. You know, so I want like, you know, I, I want fermented, you know, like milk from an animal that heavily processed uh, and it could come out as some sort of thing. It's like in a way that impacts the environment in a negative way to just spray it on there. And if I don't get that, I'm going to be pissed off. My boy, please, please, please calm yourself. You're going to, you're going to, your constitution is weak from whatever ordeal you've been through. Please. <gasps> yeah, my eye twitches a little when you say constitution. Ha <laughs> 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 I'm like, yo, that's, uh, do you too? Does there, <laughs> does agriculture support bell peppers? Bell peppers? God damn. Oh, I mean, gosh darn. And I check again. That was another anti-sin. <laughs> Do we come from a place where there are peppers of great big bells? I've never heard of this plant before. Gorgal. I'm Gorgal. Do you remember? Uh, what? Tell us more about these peppers. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a flavor profile that I'm craving sometimes. But I don't, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't think of anything else. I do know when you said bell, something inside of me stirred. And you said the fermented milk of animal. Yeah, something like that. Doctor, do you make milk of animal here? No, I'm a doctor. No, but do we around here in this village? Wait, so no, you're a doctor, you don't make milk, or no, you're a doctor, you don't make milk here? And if so, where do you make your milk? We'll just go there, buddy. I don't make milk. You would want to go to the dairy. Well, hi-ho, the dairy, let's go. Yes, maybe if we had some of this food that Gorgol remembers... That would wake us all up. What do you think? We gotta come up with a name for you. When I look at you, I see sort of a piece of furniture and not a living thing. So let's call you Bed? Very well. I have no objection to any name at all. I shall be Bed. And Doctor, I thank you for your gruel, but as I surely am a dead man, I have no appetite for it. Mm, that is very troubling. Tell me, has your throat improved? No, it appears to come out with this exact intonation, no matter what. Does it cause you any pain? No, I feel no pain whatsoever. Mm, I suppose that's good. Or very, very bad. And yet you're conscious, so I guess good. It's been a very interesting day so far. Well, if you'd all like to go to the dairy you're all at liberty to, I can't hold you back here. Mm. Perhaps something in the village would jog your memory of... Your past. Yeah, jogging. Something about jogging. Stairs. Um, Something about liberty. Yeah. Freedom. What? Libertine. Oh, yeah. Something about freedom. Doing whatever I want. That feels right to me. Sorry, I don't know why I responded to the word liberty, but something in my body just automatically... Anyway, Doc, do you need anything at the dairy? Call me Liberty. All right, you'll be Liberty, and I'll be Gargal. No more Keith? Nope, it's Liberty Cool Dude now. All right, Liberty then it is. I'll call Gargal Keith. Well, okay, I, I, there, you three, you're all a little confused, I can tell. I think you should stick to names once you pick them, you know? I think if you all start trading names, it's going to be very complicated for everyone, unless you start wearing name tags of some kind. Okay, I know what's up. You want Gargal, and I'll take Doctor. You can have Gargal. I don't blame you. It was a, a, a treasure to have it. Is your name Gargal, Doctor? I will not be Gargal. So you were. 
You you will not be, are you now? Oh, you! Th- I can tell I that each a- of your minds is a is a is a fog. It's a great I'm fog. I'm sorry. I'm you sorry. You only I- your your questions. The questions that you ask that vex me must only come from a great place of vexation within yourselves. I feel the need to do whatever you say to not do. Maybe I am a sinner. Well, aren't we all sinners? Apparently. I believe we will find no more answers in this haystack. Let us search elsewhere. Tell, but I have one more question for you. Oh, I thought you weren't going to keep us, though. You made this big show and... Oh, I know I'm doing it! I'm so sorry. Thanks. A a check! I make another check because you said thank you to me. (laughs) That counts. You gotta admit it counts. He's still setting a low bar. The lowest bar possible. That's like an instinctual... (laughs) Did you all come here for the rock hair hunt? Maybe. What is a rock hair? They're an animal unique to this region. But they only emerge every 100 Yorons from their slumber. When they do, when they emerge from the ground, they leave behind in their wake these. And he holds up the, a necklace that he was wearing and, and, and uh, set in a, metal, in a metal setting is a softly glowing teal rock. They bring up these star stones from the earth, which we prize as jewelry. So when they do emerge, it's always a great cause of celebration and a mark of time. Uh, You know, my father never lived to see them. My grandfather, when he was a very small boy, saw the last emerging of the rock hairs. It's a momentous event. Many people travel from far away, even as far as the forest continent. It seems it would be an incalculable coincidence that we appear memoryless at the exact same time as these hundred yorine hatching monsters. There is also, well, I don't want to get your hopes up, but there are stories of strange visitors from either even farther away than the forest continent arriving in our town at the time of the rock hair emerging. No, probably not those. Let's go to the dairy. Okay. And I look at the rock that he's wearing, and I don't do anything, and I check. I give myself a Great. little check for not stealing it. Does the rock awaken any feelings in us? Bed, I would make uh, four lasers rolls and tell me if you recognize anything about that rock. Okay, here we go. That's a laser feelings right off the bat. Number one is a four. Okay. And another laser feelings. Oh, wow. And a two. Last one, a two. We got it. Incredible, incredible. That's, that's, you, you got lucky, baby. Yes. Do you want to ask me your questions? Well, I guess, yeah. I mean, my question is, is like, what, what's the best way for us to unlock our memories? I think, I think going to the village and interacting with people um, is going to help. You know, uh, Gremolo only, you know, can only do so much. You're only in this dark room. You're not getting a lot of stimuli, you know? Right, of course. You gotta get out there. You gotta see the world. See, you gotta, you gotta get in the mix. You know. So my other question is, um, how how do I, how do I at least get Bed to figure out that he's a robot? Like, you know, he's got an entire system that seems to be blocked mm-hmm. off from him right now. You get Bed to realize he's a robot by, I think you have to let 
autopilot kick in. You have to be in a moment right. where where you need to let reaction time and uh, where you you need you need a moment where you're not thinking. Okay. Okay. To let those robot powers <laughs> show up. Okay. Great. When you when you look at this stone bed, you focus on it for a moment longer than your companions, and as you do, a single word in a script you cannot name flashes in front of your eyes, and that word is galaxium. Galaxium. Hmm. Did everyone not see the words that just popped up, floating above the rock? It said galaxium. I didn't see anything. I didn't see nothing. No, the rock itself does not produce a. Ghostly image of words that say Galaxium? No, no. St- star stones are quite rare and valuable, but they don't project words? No, I don't recognize that. Interesting. I believe I hallucinated it. He doesn't know what reading or like memory. <laughs> well, it sounds like it came, it sounds to me like it came up like it was like a heads up display. Yeah, like, totally. Oh, okay. yeah. So that's why. Oh. Yeah, it's, this raises it's, a lot of interesting questions about artificial intelligence, experience of consciousness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and let's settle them right now. Yeah, right here we are. now, right here, <laughs> live on the spot. <laughs> Is there a soul in there? We're taking your calls. Uh, <laughs> we'll settle it. Whoever votes for the most—that's what it is. Very well. I hallucinated a word from your glowing rock. I will place this in my evidence that I have no idea what to do with. You three are strange fellows indeed, but I can't help but admit feeling fondness towards each of you. You know, I never had children of my own. I always wanted some, I suppose. The time just never seemed right. That's a shame. We have to explore our own issues now. And Bed marches up the stairs. Oh, oh, oh all right, all right. I'll, I'll pick up your porridge. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and as 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 Keith is following Bed up the stairs, uh, he looks at the doctor and says, "But uh, if you do want kids someday, I feel like I can help you with that in some way. I'm not sure how. I, I'm not sure what you mean either. It's very curious. Don't know. Did you 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 seemed very eager, unlike the others, to have a full body examination? Is that something you still is want that me not to perform? Normal? Hmm. Is that not normal? It would be a little much." Mm, maybe I'm a little much. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm a little much. Okay. Did you, sorry, did you take Keith back or are you? What? Oh, well, you told us to. I think stick with Keith. I'm trying to not sin. I, you know, I'm not sure what we consider sin. So Keith it is, Doc. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm an older man now. And if you picked a name different from Keith, I've already forgotten it. Great. So as the listener. We cut now to the classic village square. The beautiful, simple village of Hudfar. A small fountain sits in the center. Farmers wheel carts through town. Merchants hawk fruit. A blacksmith bangs some metal. There's a hint. <laughs> Fruitlessly just... <laughs> Why won't it bend? <laughs> no one's, no one's so told close. about heat. <laughs> the civilization is so close. Where would he have picked that up if it didn't work ever? <laughs> <laughs> Another man has placed a sheet of glass in a box and has put dials next to it that he's turning fruitlessly, hoping for something. Remember he knows before, not what. Before cars, our bodies would fly down the highway at 90 miles an hour. 
there is definitely, you can tell, a hubbub and energy about this day. This is not a normal day. There's a lot going on. The rock hairs are coming, and it's on everyone's lips. You, even, thanks to this, aren't the center of attention. On a sleepier, calmer day, you would probably be the talk of the town. But today, you're getting a little less notice than you might otherwise. And as we see Keith Cool Dude move uh, with his cohort through the crowd, we see him looking at everyone. There's a strange sort of mix of, like, terror and discovery and happiness on his face. Does he know the word for it? No. Uh, But uh, he's excited to look at almost everyone in the square. And what he's seeing, he's liking. I mean, everyone is dressed to the nines today. This is a big day. This is a day that not everyone in this culture gets to live to see. Gargle, Ben, are you feeling what I'm feeling? I don't know what you're feeling, but this is something else. It's a kind of hunger. I I don't know, but it's not to eat. It's hard to describe. I feel no such feeling. I've merely observed that we are taller than every single other person here, and I cannot find a logical reason to ascribe that to any sin. Yeah, isn't that hot, all these shorties? Hot. Hmm. I don't describe a temperature to this um, observation. Me either, but it just feels right. I, I don't know. This conversation is interrupted because behind you, you hear a loud crash. You whip around and you see that a large wagon carrying fruit has tipped over and has trapped several children. Ah, help! Ah, they scream. They're pinned. Free fruit. Oh, we should help. Oh, yes, right. Help. That pumps uh, his arms and legs in like 90 degree weird angles like stomping forward in a parody of a run cool uh cool what are you what are you gonna do bed uh gonna immediately try to pick up that card okay great make a lasers roll i got a one your arms stretch out at a length longer than is expected and you and you wrap your arms around the entire wagon and you lift this wagon, which should take the strength of five, six men to lift, while you do it all by your lonesome. The children are shocked and, and, and grateful as they, as they pull themselves out from under the wagon, and you've gotten a lot of attention from the crowd. Hello, it is no trouble. Hello, you are welcome. Hello, you are welcome. Hello, no trouble at all. He's meeting the gaze of every hey, single child. No fair, this guy's racking up all the not sinning. We can try to associate him with us. That's right. He's one of us, one of our friends. You think we're strangers, but we're actually here to help. And we're cool and good, as you can see. Oh, my God. I can latch on to other people's good behavior, and then that's my good behavior. Ba-ting, 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 ba-ting. I'm just like, check, 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 check for all the good things they've done. Great job, Ben. Kate, goggle, look how long my arms are now. Can you put them back? Interesting. I'll try to. Maybe you're growing up? Bed tries to retract his arms. Uh, you succeed. Oh, yes. I can retract my arms. Perhaps there are other things my body can do in this strange state. Perhaps that ability was linked to the divine, such as our punishment for these forms is linked to our sins. Could Very be. Very interesting case. Or it could be if you're dead, that it's better to be dead than alive. And so if I kill someone later on, That'll be the opposite of a sin. That'll be a good thing that I've done. I'll just store that little factoid away for later. I certainly can't say that it's not worth exploring. 
A thread count is helping some of the children out up from the ground in the, the wet, slippery pile of squished fruits and vegetables um, and helping them find their parents. Yeah, let me ask you this. What do families look like? Who rushes up to come and take the children away from the accident? A few people do. Uh, there were about there were four children that were pinned by the wagon. Uh, a few people do, but in in particular, a woman rushes forward and embraces two of the children. She looks up at you. She has sort of a, a dark green hair and dark green eyes, and she looks up at you and says, "I don't know, I don't know what your friend did there, but I'm very grateful." <laughs> we're happy to help. Tell me, is there a Mister? in charge of these two children? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, there is. My father, who helps watch them since my husband died. Husband? What is this? Mm, well, we were married, you see. <laughs> he knows mm. mister, but he doesn't know. <laughs> and <husband>. father. <laughs> yeah. And this is defensible. I will defend <laughs> sure, this. Sure, sure. Just... It's in character, I, I would say. I want to make sure no listener missed it. That That's good. I would think I would think Legs Loveless has a has a real hard has a real blind spot when it comes to husbands. <laughs> yes. And married. What is this? Well, we pledged our souls to one, in, one another in ah, a religious ritual, spirituality, in I... illness and vitality. Uh-huh. And what else? Well, uh, we we were bound to be together until well, death parted us. And then you find these children to take care of. No, we, we conceived them. Mm. <laughs> we all sit down cross-legged around her with our, our <laughs> chins on our hands. And uh, What do you mean? Yes, that sounds interesting. I think I'm beginning to remember something. Well, you're all adults, right? Yes, perhaps you've heard. Uh, we were, well, actually, are we? I think so. I, I feel compelled to say I'm younger than I am, but... That I'm still, you know, getting up there a little. I have no idea what my age may be. I feel like I have always been this exact form. Gargal, as you say that, uh, a number flashes in your head and it's 41. 41. 41. That's probably fine. That's, that's normal age to be. And I, I wave it away. I go, that's probably good. It puffs away like smoke. Although, when I think of how... Just judging by how my body feels, I've been living, and like a 53 appears in front of my face. <laughs> and this is how you make the children. I have been having feelings about making children. We, we three travelers, I suppose you could say, have uh, lost our memories. We don't really know who we are or how we came to this strange manner of appearance you see before you. Why, that is horrible. That seems like a, in some ways, a fate worse than death. If I were to lose my memory, I might lose the knowledge of my own children. I might forget my husband. It would be horrible. I'm so sorry for each of you. Thank you. Thank you. Do you know your names? I'm Keith Cooldude. I'm Gargal. I have been named Bed. I have a feeling it is not my original name. I'm right about Keith Cooldude, though. And I'm on the fence about Gargal. Those are the three possible ways we could feel. But this thing you speak of, this thing you describe to us, uh, off mic, it sounds like something I feel compelled to do. Would you like to conceive more children now? 
Not at the moment, thanks. I'm here with my current children. In public. Sure, sure, of course. I, you'll have to excuse us. I'm not exactly sure what's acceptable and what's not. But if you are interested in doing that, please see me as soon as possible. It's interesting because under the right circumstance, I could see it happening, but... The circumstance may be being later today, or... And hey, while, it, while we got you here, I'm compelled to add, you've tried the best, now try the rest? What's that about? None can say. None can. Well, guess I'm chewed out of luck. And I make another check. But what I was trying to say before each of you have s- successively interrupted me is, perhaps you're in the right place. It's, it's often said that why catching rock hairs can cause within one a, a, an awakening, a better understanding of oneself. It's a, it's a spiritual experience as much as a physical act of sportsmanship. And how may one participate in the hunting and catching of rock hairs? Well, if you journey out to the western fields, it's predicted that they will emerge uh, at about midday. And we just go out there and catch these little little rascals or what? Well, you'll, you'll know they're coming from the, from the distinctive rumble, but you'll have to be quick because they are quite fast. You know, once they emerge, they'll immediately head for the mountains. Uh, and you'll also have to compete with all the others, the villagers and the, and, the, and the many folks that have traveled far and wide to be here to have the opportunity to catch a rock hare. Those guys, but they don't need any. They got the, whole, they got the world on a string. And I gesture to a guy who's like, uh, like uh, using a pulley to like use his bucket of urine like out of his window. Like this guy's got the world on a string. I, I, I don't remember who I am. You're in here. You're in for sale. I look, I, I like instinctively look at my pockets. I go, ah, rats. Uh, we got to figure out who we are. Surely they let us. scurry out of your pockets. <laughs> Uh-oh. I know those were important to me. I will, though. The, 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 surely they'd let us jump the line, though. These seem like a kind and reasonable people. And Dr. Gremolo knows that we're missing our memories. Surely, yeah, they'd help us catch some rock hairs. We throw ourselves upon their mercy. What do you think, Ned? I think I saved four of their children, and we should cash in the favor. There's no... I'm, I'm so sorry, friends. There's no favor to cash in. Again, this is a once... In a 100 euron event, it's not something that it's not something that everyone will like, you know, take a pass on and and try again next euron. This is it. Everyone's going to be trying their hardest. So we'll be in competition with you and all the people here. Oh, I'll just be watching. No, I've got the I've got the children to mind. Maybe if it had happened when I was a few years younger, perhaps before I married my husband. No, oh, you look great. Whatever age you are, you look great for it. Thank you. I wasn't fishing, but I'll take it. You don't look great for a baby. I'm sorry, my friend is crazy. You look terrible for a baby. I'm not a baby. Well, then you look fine. I didn't know. I don't know anything. You know, maybe the moon is God's thumbnail. I don't know anything. I'm a little... I'm a baby. So you're recovering some of your knowledge if you remember some of our ancient religion oh there we go maybe i was a priest or something that's why i'm so that's why i'm so obsessed with sinning the moon is god's thumbnail after all see and i just knew that i knew that in my head oh good i'm gonna have to be really careful not to sin don't be too careful when you're out there catching those rock hairs and a man comes forward from the crowd he you know you've noticed that these that these people that this village they're all about a foot shorter than you. This man is a foot shorter than all of them. He's also a bit rounder. He's, he's, he's not quite the right shape. Much like your friend Bed, 
It feels like his skin doesn't quite fit him. He says, I think, I think you three would all be very good at collecting rock hairs, don't you agree? I feel that I would be, yes. Why, with with your strong arms, and he, he pats Bed on the shoulder, I bet you'll catch seven rock hairs or more. I certainly hope to. If you do, uh, come to me. Uh, you could sell them to me, and I'll pay each of you double. And I might even pay you more than that. I might even pay you in knowledge. Uh, the way you said knowledge, is that considered strange? Nothing strange about me, friend. I'm just... I'm at the forefront of a lot of things in this town. I'm Name them. Well, some would say I'm at the vanguard of a lot of things. I don't, sorry, I don't mean to be cavalier, but... <laughs> Jesus, Joe. But you're from space. <laughs> my, my name is your from space. Vanguard. Oh, forgive me. Where are my manners? Cavalier. These words, they strike at me like a, like a bell that's been rung. No, oh, there it is. Now I'm getting it. And there's like a there's like a crack in the bell. Yes. This man is blushing. He sees he suddenly he suddenly seems a little off his kilter. He says, "Oh, uh, uh <laughs> I'm so sorry. Was uh maybe I was being a little too clever. Maybe I was being a little too cute. I'm so I'm so sorry. Don't don't pay any heed to my words. <laughs> they don't matter." <laughs> I don't think you could be too cute. <laughs> you do all right. Well, if you're if you're asking, yes. How old are you? Twenty-five. <laughs> you look great. For twenty-five? Yeah, most twenty-five-year-olds look pretty great. You're probably the talk of the town. Well, I'm new in town, so people aren't talking that much yet. Oh, How long have town? you been in town? If you must know, I got here yesterday. They see that you look different too. You, everyone looks like the same uniform height, and you look like you're in the middle of getting squished by a <laughs> really big ghost. No, I'm not. I mean, you are. You got to admit. Come on. People can be different heights and it's fine. I'm not saying it's not fine. In my village, this height is normal and everyone thinks I'm cool. Look, I'm not saying you're not. I'm just saying you don't look like everyone else here. We don't look like everyone Neither else Neither do here. you. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. We're connected. Right. Maybe you're my pet or something. You're what? Pet. Are you his pet? I'm no one's pet. Would you... Wanna be? I'm sorry. Is that okay to what? I don't know what I'm thinking no. or feeling right now. If anything, you're my pets. You're all my pets. No, no. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You yes. got three no, pets. No, I just think. I just think that you three would be great rock hair hunters, and you should take part. As I was just, uh, you're not my pets, but you should do that, and I would uh, compensate you greatly. <laughs> if you want me to wear a leash or a collar or something, I will. No, you don't need to wear a collar. You don't need to do any of that. It's fine. It's all fine. I know I don't need to, but I feel like I would. Just hunt some rock hairs. That's what we agree. I, that's what I'm proposing to you. All right, sure. We'll run, hunt some rock hairs. Can I ask you a question now? Fine. If you just got here yesterday, you mm -hmm. seem to be weird in the same way we're weird. How are you doing so well in town? I don't know what's going on here. Nobody eats the right food. It's all, It's weird. Everyone's shaped odd. Well, I'm just a. I'm. I'm from the Eastern Islands. Uh, my name, you haven't asked, my name is Illustrio, and, uh, I'm here for the rock hair hunt is all. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a well-to-do merchant and interested in seeing the rock hair hunt and, and perhaps, uh, willing to purchase some rock hairs from three, uh, parties, like yourselves. All right. And yeah. you'll be spending money and knowledge. 
Well, I have a bit of both. <laughs> Very well. I have no other choice but to execute this arrangement, though I do not trust you. Oh, that was blunt. It was a little blunt. Hmm. I see no reason to apologize. I have racked up every single thing that you have said, and I have formed a database of clues that have led me to some interesting conclusions about your character. Oh, you formed a database. Hmm. Yeah, yes. what does that mean? Yeah, what's that word? Oh, that's... Isn't that how all of you process your pieces of information uh, in sort of a, a grid in your mind? Buddy, I don't know <laughs> no. what I do. I just woke up and I can tell there's something wrong with this, probably some sort of substance abuse problem with this. I wake up and I hope for the best is what I do. Yeah, when I heard you say the word grid and I imagined a bunch of strict, rigid lines, a part of me that had been hard for like 45 minutes got soft real fast. I don't know what that means, but don't like it. <laughs> me, <laughs> me no like you. <laughs> we fade to the western fields. Here, rolling pastures of carex bush waft lazily in the breeze. This would be a gentle pastoral scene if not for the hundreds, maybe thousands, of eager rock hare hunters spread out across the field, waiting for the appearance of the elusive creatures. As you each stand here, waiting, expectantly, you do feel a little rush of adrenaline, a little, a little extra energy. You, you can tell that something is coming. Can you each make a laser's roll for me? Success. Failure. Got my number. Uh, standard success for me. Taylor, do you want to ask me a question? Yes. Are there any potential negative consequences of grabbing and touching the rock hairs? Like, is there a secret about the rock hairs that could hurt us? Yes. <laughs> nice, yes. nice. Fuck yes. How many episodes is that? And I finally asked a good question. <laughs> a man standing next to Keith leans over. Oh, and hello. just between the two of them says, pretty excited to catch a rock porcupine. Or That's what we call them in my village. Here they call them rock hairs. I'm so excited about this and about so many other things. You look great. Thank you. I just got these new pants. And as you look down at his pants... A, a word enters your mind, and it's legs. Huh. Legs in pants, like two bells hanging off a torso. Bells! You got a failure. <laughs> yeah. So I just say bells, and I, like, a little drool comes out of my mouth. Is it rude to ask to see your legs? No, no, wait, wait, wait. I, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, maybe later. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, great. I don't know what's correct to do <laughs> in asking people about how much to see or touch their but I feel an overwhelming component wait a minute you said porcupines yeah sorry wait what I want to know is were, were you making a pass at me or did you just want to look at my legs a pass great <laughs> I was just figuring out what it meant but yes but you said porcupines yes because of the, we call them that because of the sharp the razor sharp hairs on the on their backs bed gargoyle do you does this word make sense to you porcupines uh nope i got a failure i don't know what that means feels dangerous to me i thought maybe you might strike the same bell with you <laughs> you can't say bell to me that many times if i got the <laughs> failure i love it though <laughs> i think of bell bottom jeans and like nothing <laughs> happens to me <laughs> <laughs> Bell bottom jeans, 1976, the bicentennial. <laughs> Bed, you get a message flash in front of you, much like that word galaxium before. 
and the message reads lubrication levels optimal <laughs> that's a very specific message <laughs> um hmm, i'm hallucinating again it says my lubrication levels are optimal uh, tell me about it that guy with the pants got me soaking wet and doesn't know he came <laughs> just for kicks bed tries to summon some other sort of hallucinogenic message because it really strikes him as odd to have something so specific reported on as lubrication levels. And if there are lubrication levels that could be reported on, logically there must be other diagnostics that could be reported. Yes, uh, in a moment, a series of messages flash in front of you. Servos optimal, energy relays performing above spec. Does Bed know he's a robot now? May he suspect? May I roll to suspect? Yes, you may roll to spank. Make a feelings roll. A feelings roll. All right. I rolled a two. That is a failure. Yeah, you think you think there is something different about you, but you are still trying to understand what it means. Hmm. You know, you you you've determined that your experiences aren't the same as everyone else's, but there's you know there's like it's 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 like there's a block in front of you pre- preventing you from really like putting all those pieces together. Very frustrating, and I'm. Starting to believe it may have been placed there artificially. Just as Bed thinks that, the ground begins to rumble. Everyone is suddenly on high alert. This is it. The rock hairs are emerging. Bed tries to lock onto a target. He may be even subconsciously trying to look below the surface to pick up something other than visual mm. wavelengths. Bed, make a laser's roll. Now that time I passed by rolling the exact same number as the feeling's failure. As you will it, you suddenly, your vision flashes and changes, and suddenly you're no longer seeing and perceiving the visual spectrum. You're now seeing heat. When you look at Keith in, like, the infrared, the heat vision, you can see that, like, his mouth, his eyes, and his entire crotch area is lit up like the goddamn New Year's Eve ball at the top of Times Square <laughs> on New Year's Eve. Uh, it it lo- It's like looking at the sun. Well, then I look away. <laughs> what? I'm picking up intense energy readings. And I, oh, is no one else scanning below ground to pick up heat and signatures? Ooh, I would love to scan below ground. Gargoyle, can you do that? I don't think I can. I, all I know is, and Gargoyle is going to look around, and he, he, he something triggers in him being with this large of a group of people, all unruly and with the energy all like this. He he just he he blurts out, "Phillies won the World Series." <laughs> I don't know what that means. What's, what what did you say? I don't know, but it fucking rules. And he's going to grab somebody by the shoulders and go, "Ah!" and just like throw them as far as he can. <laughs> <laughs> no one pays attention. Everyone is too focused on the rumbling to care, because the rock hairs are almost coming. Bed, you can see, you can see across the field through. Tra- there's a transparency along the surface, and you can see through it now. And you can see hundreds, thousands of little balls of 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 heat of energy moving up towards the surface quickly, rapidly, getting close. Bed, uh tries to run the calculations on exactly how much distance each one will travel to, so at which point he can target his extending arms and grab as many as possible the moment they break the surface. Make a prepared feelings roll. First one's a failure. Second one's a failure. Okay, great. 
You stand directly over one. I'm going to catch one. And just as you say that, it emerges. It flies directly, I gotta say it, into your crotch. You were standing right over it. The rock hair is the size and shape of a large rabbit and has a soft teal glow, but razor-sharp hairs sticking out from its back cause some cultures, like that man you met, to call them rock porcupines. Not here, though. In Hudfar, they call them rock hairs. As it as it hits you, bed, it tears at the fabric. In fact, it tears at your skin. And your skin rips away around your legs, around your thighs, revealing... What's this? Not meat and flesh and blood, but filaments of metal? Small flashing lights? Iron and steel? Bed! You look like the thing what blacksmiths make. <laughs> that must be it. I am a sword made into man. We're we're man swords. <laughs> Gargal, we're man swords. Man swords? We are not men who are cursed to be other strange forms. We are swords and shields cursed to be man. We cannot be harmed. Keith, as you say that, a rock hair bursts out from the ground right next to you. Do your worst, little rock man. It hits you in the arm, and there's blood everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) And it's seeing someone bleeding and screaming while there's a there's pandemonium. I'm uh, something again snaps uh, in Liberty, and he goes Chase Utley, and he uh, now this is Branson asking for this, not not Liberty. Mm -hmm. I want his hard outer wings to unfurl and his inner wings to come out and he's going to start flying around yeah yeah sure 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 cool uh so that happens and he starts flying around people go ah, ah, <laughs> Ryan Simmons, ah, 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 Pete Rose, just for a little <laughs> remembers the caveat that's <laughs> right the camera people. just for a bit as you do this you're you have an intense sense memory of flying around a statue of a bald man with spectacles atop uh, atop a white tower. Oh, what, what's going on? What did be? By the way, it was Ryan Howard. I don't know what, where Simmons came from. What, oh, God, what, what's, what's going on? The man, all you can think is that he wants you to do your chores, and his name is Ben. 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 Ben Chores. Ben Chores. No, Franklin. <laughs> Franklin! Ben Franklin, yes! <laughs> shut up, you! <laughs> Talking to my own memory. <laughs> if I say it's no, you George, shut up. <laughs> no, you shut up, idiot! <laughs> what? Nobody calls me an idiot but me. <laughs> yeah, and you're being an idiot, Liberty. Liberty? Yeah, that's your name. But Liberty's a concept. Sometimes people get named after concepts. Oh, badass. Yeah. And it's all coming back to you, Liberty. It's it's all rushing back. It's all coming back. I'm from the planet of Philadelphia. Benjamin Franklin. I was raised by a polycule of moms. (laughs) Cheese whiz. (laughs) Is he saying this out loud? Uh Uh-huh, but he's up in the air flying around. Fair. And you've you've got these animals shooting out from the ground around you, so you might be a little occupied. Keith, cool dude feels something well up inside of him. Uh, And it is this overwhelming desire to be cool under pressure. And so he, he says, I'm just kidding, I'm fun. (laughs) I uh, like to give him a head start as a fighting chance. And then 
He flexes his other arms and goes to town trying to catch these things. Blood just dripping into <laughs> rivulets into the dust. Make, make, uh, Keith, make a laser's roll. Lasers? Okay. Well, it's better for me, but. Oh, mm. yes, one success. You catch a rock hair. You've got it by the legs. Oh, hey there, It's rough. Blood. It's its whole skin is rough and pebbly, almost like a rock. But you've got it. I've got him. Give me my memories back, you little rocky, hot, little... Ugh. Can you speak? Speak to me, little rock man. <coughs> Looking good today. <laughs> I picked you out of the crowd. I don't think <coughs> I'm crazy. Yeah? It shakes, and little bits of those star stones are what bed called Galaxium shake off of it. Ooh, a present for me? Don't mind if I do. And I scoop them up. As you do, you get a flash. In fact, you get several flashes. And what are they? Well, they're encounters that we won't repeat here. But Keith, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh. Huh. That's what that's for. And that's what that one's for. And that is definitely what that one's for. <laughs> I was supposed to use that one for that one, but I did, and it was fine. <laughs> and then you imagine something else. You imagine yourself sitting in a chair. And in front of that chair, why, there's buttons and levers and uh, screens you don't quite understand, but they provide you great power. This is Vanguard UI 3.5. I know this. You wish, you, you, you know that you have an innate ability, a talent even, for commanding and, and, and piloting a great, powerful craft. Not across water, but could it be across the stars? Ooh, Keith's head, his mind explodes, because not only does this reveal to him uh, what he is good at, what, uh, who he was mostly, but also the, the idea that he is on a planet and that that planet is in the vast void of space. And the entire size and scale and the variety of being within that space crashes into him all at once. Oh! <laughs> hey, we're from space! Yeah, if you keep going up, it goes up forever. And there's other worlds up there, fellas. No, it doesn't, idiot! And a man leaps on top of a rock hair near you. No, it does! And blood is just gushing. <laughs> like, there's, you can hear the blood is how much blood there is. No, Ugh. don't you see? The sky! <laughs> the moon isn't God's fingernail, and we're not inside the cranium of God. Why, there's nothing up there at all. The stars are not holes in the cranium, as you believe. No, the stars are distant bodies, as this one, but physically distinct. And you can travel between them. And oh, the things I've seen, the people I've met. Gentlemen, we're not from here at all. That's right! I'm from Philadelphia, fucker! And I start peeing uh, down onto the people below. I simply must catch one of these things. Bed, as you say that, and you see these rock hairs emerging, suddenly, around each of the rock hairs emerging, there appears a small, a small shape, like a cross. Uh, uh, you don't know where the word comes from, but you get it. Reticle. Suddenly you have several moving targets in your field of vision, and you realize, for the first time, you have a vaser. Bed unhinges his mouth, and a vaser cannon pours out of his throat like a, like a giant telescope. 
and unleashes a barrage of vaser fire, precisely targeting each one of the rock hair. Okay, I, can you make three lasers rolls for me? That's a laser feeling for the first one. The second one is a success. The third one is a failure. Do you want to ask me a question? I don't know. I don't know if there's anything I want to ask that I, I would rather just find out in story. I love it. I love you it. Know? All right, fair. We're be above the game, baby. Above <laughs> the game. <laughs> what a noble thing to to have the power and refuse it. Yeah, I, I should get a, a ding, an anti-sin ding, too. You do. Yay. The first, the first genuine one. Because <laughs> to ask a question of God is to sin. Um, oh, no! Bed. No. What is it? Thread count. Yes. The, the, the name flashes above you. You realize you hadn't been looking up, but the, but the word thread count 100 <laughs> was always there at the very top of your vision. Great. <laughs> I, too, needed to merely look to the stars for the answers. It was one tab you had open, but it was in the background. With a barrage of vaser fire, you successfully snipe a bunch of rock hairs. There they are, dead. You hit one guy, but only in the leg. You've got a failure. Great. You got um, a failure, but you did but you did nab four or five rock hairs. In the but in the meantime, as that happens, the assembled crowd, all the other rock hair hunters, are shocked by what they've just seen. Like a god, you opened your mouth and a flash of death energy shot out of it. This is crazy. This is insane to them. Everyone is screaming and fleeing. The, the, you know, a, hun- a hundred Euron event aside, this is now the fucked up thing that's happened, and people are freaked out and r- running for the hills. The rock hairs, they're off. They get a reprieve this century. Threat Count turns to his companions and says, He retracts the vaser back into his mouth and reclamps his jaw into normal position and says, Look what I can do. Bed, Bed, I, I had a revelation, a flash. We aren't from this planet at all. And it's a planet. And my name is Threat Count 900. <laughs> I was so close. You have to give it to me. I was very close. Bed? Absolutely. Well done, Legs. We have a star like, um, uh, like that over there. And Legs points to a cart uh, that's got two alien horses leading it. Like that, but it can travel between the stars. A sort of star cart. And it's ours, and I know how to fly it. But do we know how to contact it? No. And then, like a like the sound of like a helicopter landing, Liberty touches down and says, "And I'm Liberty. I'm from Philadelphia. Yes, and Liberty. Uh, oh, I was also so close. Uh, Liberty, look, great news. There's no such thing as sin. You were close with Gargoyle. Oh, that's the yes. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I guess Liber- it's the full spectrum of the noises <laughs> yeah, you can yes. make. <laughs> and it's not just a fart sound. <laughs> Liberty, there's no such thing as sin." I know, I'm from Philadelphia. Yay, I hug you. Yay, let's burn the cart. The blood is all (laughs) like, I'm now like very pale and I go down on one knee hugging you and the blood slides down (laughs) you, just sort of crimsoning your entire right side. Yeah, Philly's colors, this rules. Let's, wait, but how do do we talk to our space cart? I don't know how we talk to the space cart. And this, the rocks? From the little hot rockman, the the fuel for uh, the ship. I'm 
I'm so cold, fellas. <laughs> cold? That means you're dying. I thought you were drunk. I will attempt to search my database for a means of which to contact our ship. Otherwise, I fear, logically, we may simply have to catch more rock hairs to unlock more memories. You were supposed to leave them alive. And you see, stumbling up the hill, uh, is that man you met earlier, Illustrio. Ah, the untrustworthy man, Illustrio. Do you have answers for us now? You were supposed to catch the rock hairs alive. Yes, and now I know I have the means of threatening you. Boys, please take over the conversation. My mouth is now occupied. And Threat Count unleashes uh, the barrel of his gun back out of his jaw menacingly with a click. Extremely comfortable with the idea of menacing a guy. Liberty just sort of like cracks his knuckles and walks forward and says, All right, you listen to me, you little bitch ass. We got a gun and it's aimed at you. You give us answers. What's going on here? How do we get home? You get home through me. All right, fine. We'll move right through you. No, not like that. We will. Weird. Then you won't get home if you do that. Well, then we won't. So, <laughs> what do we do? You turn around and you look at at uh, Keith, completely unconscious. And if you don't get help for him soon, he's going to die. Grab this guy by the shoulder and say, The stakes have been raised! What are we going to do? Help us! Not my concern. My concern was rock hairs. Oh, good God. You know, I got half a mind to eat your head. Well, that, that was specific. It's not important. Listen, if you're not willing to play my little games, if you're not willing to help me poach these rock hairs, then I'll let your ship starve. I've told you I can turn off the life support, and I will. All your friends, all your family, all your chance of going back to your identities will be gone. Okay, what do we do? How do we... We'll, we'll help you. I can't... Conceiving, even conceiving of the idea of not going back to Philadelphia, it's too much. The bridge's too far, buddy. You better get some live rock hairs and fast. All right, let's the go. The laser fire alone could... And I'm just going to cock right. my body like a shotgun and... And I'm just going to, like, open my wings and start flying around looking for these little rock hairs. Make a uh, make a lasers roll. You got it. I got a lasers feelings. Hell yeah. Uh, ask me a question. Okay, this this has been eaten at me. How long in Branson Reese time is a Euron? One year. Oh, shit. Fuck. I thought it was... God damn it. I thought there was something I was... <laughs> Fun joke. Yeah. Like, it's every hour that the rock hairs come out? Yeah, that's what I oh, was like. Was, these people just die really quickly or something. I was like, oh, maybe we just wait it out. <laughs> oh, no, that's... I mean, that's that's clever, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I like that's more of the Rude Tales plot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to listen to a clever podcast, people, go check out Rude Tales. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got my lasers feeling, so I'm finding these guys, right? You see three more little rock hairs emerge, and you scoop them up from be- from above. Great! That's- see, look, I'm impervious, because I don't remember if I have blood or not. <laughs> you definitely do, but you also have an exoskeleton, which protects you from those sharp hairs. Oh, hell yeah, no blood! That's what I've internalized from that. Joe, since the rock hairs are predators and I assume have been attempting to attack people to eat them, can we assume that the large puddle of blood accumulating around <laughs> legs is attracting the rock hairs Joe rejects this, this premise. I, he did not like it, but I stand by it. The 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 sharp the razor sharp hairs you would imagine as a defense mechanism uh, that a that a prey would evolve. Then perhaps they are scavengers. Looks like you've paid yourself into a corner and must agree with me. <laughs> Seems I have. <laughs> They've got to scavenge that blood. A couple <laughs> a couple rock hairs are intrigued by a 
a familiar coppery scent, but somehow different from what they recognize. They hop over and begin lapping up legs' quickly pooling blood. Threadcount takes notice and runs over to scoop them up away from his friends? I, I swing by with the three uh, rock hairs and I just sort of shake them out onto legs. I go, here, here, I got your, your dune dust or whatever. Here, I'll be right back. And I, I go looking for more. <laughs> Make another lasers roll. Yeah. Oh, I got a one. I got a, I succeeded again. You get two more. Hell yeah. Bring them back. I come back with two. I'm, I'm good at this. Now you're a fucking pro. Meanwhile, you can see there's, you can, as you're flying back though, you do see that like all of the hundreds of people that fled when bed or when thread count rather fired his vaser bolts. There is, there is a lot of activity and tumult back in the village. And it seems like you can almost make out some pitchforks being raised, some torches being lit. Mm, classic. You might not want to lollygag. These stakes keep getting higher. I, I come back and I immediately I go, it's pitchforks and, and torches season. It's, it's phase two of the Phillies winning the world series. It's when it starts getting nasty. Um, Thread Count is now like holding like armloads of these things and they are just ripping up his synthetic skin. He he looks like the Terminator, like with a metal skull like hanging off like underneath of like torn up plastic. And hey. like, you know, just lights flashing through his ripped up arms. Hey, they thread count. Legs, save your strength. Yeah, I just remembered my name's Legs and we're friends. And I'd like to keep it that way, by keeping you alive. Yeah, but if I gotta go, at least I go surrounded by... And then he's unconscious again. <gasps> Monsters lapping up his blood is surely what he meant to say. Uh, so Thread Count uh, is carrying over these... Monsters uh... lapping up my blood. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, it's just cool. It's a cool way to go. Take a picture. Oh. Thread Count uh, is... is Carries the armload of rock hairs over to Illustrio. Is this enough? Is this enough to allow us to live and go free? Illustrio looks back and he sees the mob forming back in the village, and he says, mm, uh, "Yes, this is this. Uh, it's not perfect, but yeah, yeah. These these will be enough to breed. Yes, it'll be fine. Thank you. Yes, you know these rock hairs are unmatched in their ability throughout the galaxy." To hunt down Galaxium. They have a sixth sense for it. Mm, yes, I'll be mining Galaxium all across the system with all these rock hairs. And I have you boys to all thank. All right, buddy, I didn't ask for your life story. Don't you want to know why you were here? Six, yeah. is, the, six is the normal number of senses for a rock hair. <laughs> so, I, I know your deal. <laughs> Sorry. They have the normal amount of senses. <laughs> one of which is just this one. The normal amount of senses is five. Well, for everybody. Not rock hairs. Okay. They can't taste. <laughs> Wait, there are five normal senses. I'm even saying extras. Yeah. <laughs> they can't taste. They have two extras. Great dancers. Yeah. They got rhythm. <laughs> Illustrio takes out a small device from his vest. That's right, he was wearing a vest. Oh, we forgot to ask. He triggers it, and it creates um, sort of an electric netting around all of the rock hairs. And then, with a flash, they disappear. Well, we're not going to get you more if you're just going to evaporate them. 
I, I just told you this will be enough. This will do. It's not great, but it'll, it'll be fine. In the meantime, I suggest you find a way off this planet. You should know. I never really had control of your life support. It was all a bluff. What the fuck? I'm going to fly at him full speed. As you do, he is enveloped in a flash and he disappears. Ah! I must have got him. Well done. You evaporated him, same as he did the Rockheads. A strange man. I'm glad he's dead. Strange death for a strange man, but how do we get off of this rock? I shall try to, uh... Thread Count looks around, like, seeing if other words are, like, out of his periphery. He's just, like, kind of doing a 360 crazy scan. Is there an escape button? Control-Alt-Delete? How do we get out of there? Maybe these could help. And there you see, coming up over the hill, why it's the physician. Grimolo. And he's holding three interesting objects. They all are small. They all fit in the palm of the hand, but each one is in the shape of a star with a sort of uh, diagonal circle and enveloping it. <gasps> I know what to do! And I grab one and I say, if I hold on to this, maybe it'll fly us up! And I, I, I put my hand up expecting to fly. Ah, rats! No, no, I, I thought they were... Uh, I thought they were, you know, baubles, and I was, I was keeping them safe for you, obviously. I was just uh, keeping them safe, but I accidentally uh, crushed, or thought I was going to crush one, but it turned out it, it was like sort of a button. And then a voice came out of it belonging to someone named Groomda? Do we remember Groomda? Yeah, you remember Groomda. Oh, sorry about that. It's all right. No, it's not. No, it's not all right. That... Well, eventually I, I figured out how to turn, turn it off, sure, and then no, it was okay. I'm glad you did, but you just, you were wronged. Yeah. We have no choice. We must talk to Groomda. And Threadcount uh, pushes the button on the communicator. I solemnly nod and push my button. This is Threadcount to Groomda. Groomda, come in. Or if there's anyone else. That would also be acceptable. Hey, you got Liberty on, too. Womb of on the bridge. What can I do for you, big boy? Greetings, Grimda. I'd rather die. Legs, Grimda won't be the doctor treating you once we're on board. Three of us need to be phased on board. Legs, directly into the medical bay. Of course, I'll get you here lickety split. By the way, did you know that in the 20th century, Christmas was secular? Grimda, let's face it, shouldn't be manning the teleporter. And... He almost gets thread count into the emergency room of the med bay, but instead he winds up in the office of the ear, nose, and throat doctor. Dr. Dewey looks up from his paperwork and shrieks at the bleeding legs that has been teleported directly up to his desk. Ah! Legs, you're ruining all of my precious paperwork with your terrible blood. What are you doing in the ear, nose, and throat clinic? Dying of blood loss, Doc. Can you help a pal out? Well, I'm not a doctor for blood, missing or too much or otherwise, but I suppose I can use my food printer replicator to print up some sort of uh, blood to stick inside of you. Or we could put you on a cart and wheel you over to the emergency room. That sounds like it could work. I think there are a few species who actually do drink human blood and their dietary needs should be in the ship's data... B uh. Thread Count and Liberty have been teleported into the lobby. Okay. Oh no, I'm alone with Dewey. 
Well, he's they're in the waiting room of the med bay. They're just off. Oh, the okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Open the door. Burst into the into the lobby. I'm reading says, the highlights, and I'm like, <laughs> Yes, me, Goofus is the one who's got it all figured out. <laughs> I, need, I need somebody who expertly knows how to use one of the food printers to make human blood. Is there a chef on board? I stand up. Yeah. The main one, in fact. This looks like a job for me, the main chef. Yes, we agree. It is the job of the main chef to print blood in the ear, nose, and throat clink to save the ship's pilot. Let's go. As as this conversation is happening, a nurse is walking past you, wheeling a cart full of blood, but they've got <laughs> headphones in. <laughs> you know, all the di- you know various types, the, the blood for different species, uh, a, a, a vast array of, of blood bags, but... You're not paying attention. Let's go! I'm going to open my wings, knocking that entire thing over, <laughs> uh, and I, I fly to the ear, nose, and throat doctor's office. Here is the machine. I only know how to use it to make coffee. Here! Only a chef could do this, and I set it to blood and click print. <laughs> <laughs> blood sprays out of the... <laughs> Now like we're cooking. You, like those coffee vending machines where you gotta yeah. you gotta put a cup on there first. Blood just sprays out, and as and as Dewey and, and Liberty are sprayed with blood and trying to like collect it and, and get it to stop, we fade away. <laughs> Cut to a grave. <laughs> and around that grave are standing Dr. Dewey, Liberty Balboa. Threat count 900 and legs loveless in a bandage? Thanks for meeting me by this grave. <laughs> Just wanted to say thanks to all of you. Sure, no problem. A rather solemn meeting point, but otherwise that works for me. Well, I had death on the mind, so I just had a hollow zone whip up a grave simulation. Anyway, I just wanted to say thanks and, uh, hey, I got you all a present. And he pulls... Uh, a few more of his arms come from behind his back, uh, and he's brought gotten everybody a Philly cheesesteak <gasps> hoagie. There you go, Liberty. I hope that rings some bells. Yeah, you are the living end. I'm going to look at the cheesesteak, nod, put it down on the grave, and say, mourn you till I join you, buddy, and that we see the grave as Captain Cal Sisters. Oh. And I take the cheesesteak back and eat it. What adventure lies next amongst these, those stars of space? Oh, these, those stars of space, stars Allie Fisher, Branson Reese, Carly Minardo, Christopher Hastings, Taylor Moore, Tim Platt, and Joe Lepore as everything and everyone else. Produced by Joe Lepore and Taylor Moore at Fortunate Horse, our theme and additional music is composed by Huge Today. See you next time, Cosmic Voyagers for another story from Oh These, Those Stars of Space. Oh,